You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back again for another week to act as a voice for the punter and the dribbler, I might add. Joined, as always, by my good friend and probably a little dusty. Don't judge him if his voice cracks up a little bit. Potentially the Steph Curry, Seth Curry of the podcast. Edward Simpson, how are you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I was saying before, I'm pretty elastic, so yeah. I'm bouncing back. Yes. As it were. You can be bounced out, but it's a real mark of a man how well mm. they bounce back. It's about bouncing back. It's about how well you get off the canvas. Yes. So you're pretty good. I've got a bit of Gypsy King in me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'll, I'll back that call. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you missed a, one of the great fights. Of one all of time. the great fights of all time, and one of the great bounce backs. But I'm uh, I'm here to rip in for the punter and the dribbler. Yep, that's what I. That's why I'm here. Yes. Do you want to give the, the any insight into what it is you actually put yourself through? Uh, one of my best mates. We had his bikes down in Jerangong. Absolutely marvelous weekend. Mm-hmm. Three days of debauchery yeah. uh, a little bit of golf nine holes to be exact that's all you can ma- muster that's, really well yeah beautiful down at Jerangong Jerangong golf course is it's got to be one of the most picturesque in the world really oh mate okay. it's, it's a no brainer I'll get down there it's unbelievable couple of hour drive to Jerangong two hours neat and it's got very forgiving fairways like they're wide so if you do happen to spray a drive you can you can still you can still you get into your, your work your hole's not over it's, your hole's not over you're not taking 12 to, 12 exactly, to the green and then exactly. You're not, and you're not hacking away through the rough and the ball's bouncing all over the place you're like, it's it's an enjoyable round there's something about there's something with like you basically you can you can your day can be over after a hole yeah. If you're on a, if you're on an unforgiving course and a you know a relative amateur as you or I yeah. would be yeah and you're weak mentally and you're weak mentally that's the thing if you weak if, mentally you're fucking if you're having a rough day pardon the pun it it it's all it, it's rough throughout the round you know yes. what I mean yeah. if you're in the rough from the out you're in the rough all day yeah. really yes I think that's probably fair fair to say so mate had had an absolute ball obviously the nature of a box is you gotta grip it and rip it yeah. Um, John Daly style. We sent it, yeah, John Daly style. But with that comes, uh, you got to pay your toll, as yeah. it were. Yeah, absolutely. Paid mine yesterday in full. Um, now, was it? Did you go? What? What? Ryan Gosling flick did we go with, or was it something else? Did you mate, get your KFC. Mate, got Maccas, obviously. Um, big feed. Had to drive back, which was tough. Podcast. Uh, big Macca's feedback. Uh, was feeling in a James Bond mood. Put on uh, Die Another Day, uh, Pierce okay, Brosnan. Yeah. Not rom-com, but it's got a, it's good enough. Controversial like, opinion, but Pierce Brosnan is my Bond. Well, and that's just the nature where I grew but up. But he's the Bond we grew up with. And yeah. Haley Berry, in, in, she's almost as good as it she gets. She is as delicious. That, that bird-watching scene when he's like, when he's... he's, he's um, courting her as it were mm. uh, when she gets out of the water and he just puts on the moves the lines one of the cheesiest five minutes in television but culminates in one of the great sex scenes <laughs> I reckon I'm gonna have to feeding fruit to him and shit yeah, it's I'm great I'm gonna have to stuff. refresh her on the old die another day sex scene because Halle Berry for me personally Eddie mm. One of the all-time greats, yeah. actress and also attractive women in film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also for those that have forgotten, Mitch, um, the great Pierce Brosnan as James Bond has spent fourteen months in a North Korean like camp, getting tortured every day. Yeah. So he's this is his first time back on the job, and it doesn't take long. No, but he puts in one of the great performances oh, okay. because you know he's he's missed the touch of a good woman. Yes, 
Uh, well, I mean, so that was so that. that. Was all right. was Pizza and pasta, in and out of sleep, finished with the king. Like it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Did what you needed to do. Yeah, a couple of showers. That's obviously. nice. Well, dude, the heat—it's so muggy, dude. Uh, Aircon pumping. Yeah, got yeah, it. Good got stuff. It. Good stuff. Well, Eddie, I'm excited to tell you and the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, I'm now a father. You are. Give me a clap. Very proud, mate. Very I'm a proud. dad. Little Evie Rose, Birmingham. Gorgeous. Cute as a button. Delicious. Born last Thursday. Uh, 23rd, good day. 23rd of Aquarius. Jan. I'm Just an Aquarius. Like, you can think, her birthday's going to be around a long weekend for the rest of her life. And around mine. And around yours. When are you? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Mm. Shit. Yeah. Okay, so what's the date tomorrow? We are recording 29th. this on a Tuesday. 29th. There you go. Inside of, of a week difference. Babies. Love that. Love that. So she was born Thursday. The real hero of this story is... My, 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 my darling girl Steph my soup my mm. miso soup yeah 42 hour labour one of the great labours of our time I tell you it 42 was hours. 42 hours that is heroic huge absolutely huge started on a Tuesday night 6pm wasn't born until Thursday midday wild wild scenes mum and bub doing well yep you know Dad now, so yeah. you can refer to me as such, Papa, Big Papi, Daddy Berms, whatever you want. But you know, but feel free to drop it because I'm a dad. Throw some dad, dad wording in there. Dad rhetoric. Dad rhetoric. You know? Sure. So, do you feel any different, mate? Not really, dude. No. You know what? It's like she doesn't know me that well. I don't mm. know her that well. We're getting to know each other. You're getting to know each other. You know, we're having yeah. some good cuddles. Yeah. You know, when Mum needs a sleep. There's a lot more between her and mum because it's breastfeeding time. And yeah. While she has instinctively gone for my breasts. Yes. Because obviously... Well, um, innocent I, mistake to make. Especially for a young-born child who's well, just, just seeing for anyone. tits. For anyone. Just seeing tits and going, oh, these are the milkers. No, unfortunately. Honest mistake. Yeah. On- honest mistake. <laughs> honest mistake. Um, but good that you're having a laugh. Well, you got to, you know. Yeah. You got to. We're getting on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Good that's on you, what, mate. That's what's been happening for me. Proudest punch. Yeah, proudest, proudest punch. punch. But I think it's probably important to get into the podcast, city because there is actually a shitload. I think the- maybe last week we were sort of lamenting the fact there wasn't as much, but you just never know when a shitload's going to roll around. Obviously, there's some very sad news a la Kobe Bryant. Thus, the Lakers of Australia Kings jerseys yes, that we're wearing in his honour. Yes, if you're watching the video, honor. we are wearing the Lakers of Australia, the Sydney Kings jerseys in honour of the great man. Mm. Um, we'll touch on that very quickly uh, in a moment, but there's also tennis going on. Mm-hmm. Rugby league, Eddie, just, you know, it's the off-season's never, never over. Well, you know what it is? We're 50 days this out. I'm, I may have just made that up completely, but, but around let's just that, run Dior. with that. Dior it. And they've just gone, we need to ramp this up. Yeah. We need to ramp this up. We're coming up. in to kick off the season, which I believe is March, like... 12. 12 we play, we play 14th, on the 15th. 13th, 15th, 12th, 11th. 14th, it'll be a 12th. Thursday. I think it'll be March 11th. 15th, 14th. 14th is a Sunday? 13th, 12th. 14th, 15th to 12th, I think. 15th to 12th. That doesn't make sense. 15th is a Sunday because Manly's playing against the Storm or 4 p.m. Brookvale. Okay. Whatever. So, whatever. so 50 days out. Yeah. Yeah, but deal the dates. Yeah, yeah, Because they could be completely wrong. They could be completely wrong. But we're 50 days out and the NRL starting to ramp some shit up promotionally wise Mm. with some off-season yarns. Mm. And it wouldn't be a podcast on without tidbits. Tidbits. And Beedman Carols. If you thought that we weren't going to do Beedman Carols, then you're off your goddamn head. Because we're not lies, we're just lazy sometimes. We're just lazy sometimes. But not lies. Not lies. 
there were babies around. It was Christmas. It was off it was a it was a uh, it was chock a block. Yeah, it was chock a block. So get off our case. Um, but with that in mind, should we dive maybe, in? I think we should dive headfirst in because my voice is fragile and there may be a time limit on it. Yes, we so don't want to. We don't want to lose you completely. We don't want to lose me. So let's Not before it. we get to the Bourbon Cows. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> then we would be lost. <laughs> Um, the news has gripped the world. Unfortunately, uh, Kobe Bryant. Wow. And his daughter. And his daughter. And seven and others. And seven other people. But just sort of, I mean, it just doesn't seem real. It doesn't. It just really doesn't seem real. It's a very, it's obviously a horrible, horrible thing to happen. Uh, the fact that his daughter was in there as well is even worse. But it was just... You sort of... It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real. I was sort of waking up the yesterday morning after the, the three days and it was like sort of quite early in the morning, but it probably wasn't, but it felt early. Yes. And Harrigan was like, mate, he goes, Eddie, Eddie, oh yeah. And he goes, Kobe Bryant's dead. He's died with his daughter. I was like, what? What? And What are you talking about? It's the, the global outpouring of grief has been pretty crazy to see how like... When you're going through Instagram, just like every single person on our feed, which is a lot, mostly sporting pages, which makes for sense. Hello Sport, oh, 95 percent, 95 percent people just Kobe this, Kobe that coverage, people talking about it, and it makes sense. Obviously, yeah. like absolute elite, top five all-time player in basketball, adored, adored, works psychopath work ethic, psychopath like, work ethic, like the the king of Los Angeles, which is you know one of the epicenters of the entire country, yeah, in yeah, and like you know Hollywood and all that yeah, sort of shit, yeah, yeah, loved um, his family dearly, loved like, his family, like, dearly. his I've daughter lo- was like the Mamba mentality, she loved it, she was yeah, like, the, she was like just obsessed with it. Did you hear the thing about when she was? Because he had four girls, yes. and they were like interviewing him once when his daughter's there, and they were saying they said to him, "Oh, you've gonna you're gonna have to have a boy so you can carry on the legacy." And she was like, "Nah, that's me." Yeah, yeah, I saw that interview. Like, yeah. apparently, fans would always come up and they would say it constantly, and she would all be like, "No, no, 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 no I got this." Yeah, this is me. Yeah, yeah, he was a big pioneer of like women's uh, sport and women's basketball and stuff. Really? Off the back of her. And just he, seems he, like he was. A he was saying he didn't really watch any basketball at all until she was like, "Oh, okay, let's get an NBA league pass." This is his second daughter, the one that. Passed. Well, he didn't watch it. Kobe didn't. He didn't watch it really at all. And she's like, "Let's watch it." And then every night they'd watch it together, like oh, the, very the close. Basketball. No, any any basketball. He like, just checked out. Yeah, of it. he just checked out of it. Like, but she, they're very close. Yeah. It's, it's, you mate, you saw him courtside like recently. Yeah, all the time at the games, like just in all the foot. There was like a meme about him the other day that was sort of like it was some funny thing about mm. him teaching her. You know, as they're watching, teaching her shit, just horribly, horribly, sad. horribly, horribly sad. sad. Uh, so they, yeah. they've moved the Clippers-Lakers game. It was supposed to be tomorrow, our time. So that's been moved. So obviously they've got some sort of you huge know, tribute, huge tribute to do. Like Mark Cuban, who owns the Mavericks, is like, no one will ever wear 24 retiring again. Retiring is They're number. talking about, they're asking, well, it's, you know, they're talking about maybe retiring all the 24s I'd be for down. all teams. Not that I really care about NBA, but... People like, have been signing petitions to... Change the logo. Change the logo, which I think is pretty cool. I think that's fucking sick. I because the logo cool. currently is just a generic... No, I think it's it's modelled on someone. Oh, okay. I can't remember his name. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's modelled on someone from like the 70s. Yeah, we can, we can change that up. So, but like, it's still similar. Yeah. It's just, we know... Know it's Kobe, right? We know it's Kobe. Yeah, and I think that's much. Uh, it's more apt because no well, logos really... change all the time. Yeah, logos change that's all true. the time. That's You're not true. really changing. You're just updating it in yes. a sense and or, honoring and, and someone, someone who's you know lost their life. 
but um, also like change the game. So yes. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a really nice touch. It's a very nice touch. Um, Mate, but not much more to say no. than like just a sad day for sad sport, day. really. But, like, and you know what? As lost not a, a good human lost being. Lost a good human being. I'm not a big NBA fan by any stretch of the imagination, but always Kobe was, Kobe was like my entry into it. You know what I mean? Like well, he was our... I knew about it because of him and because of how dope he was. Like we grew up in... I was six when Jordan was doing this. Well, Jordan wasn't our guy. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't our guy. And if anyone says they were, you're lying. Because you're if you're our age. If you're our age. Because Michael Jordan wasn't. And no. I don't believe you if you say you were going back and watching games. He won all his titles in the 90s. The re- you know why Michael Jordan was in my life? Space Jam. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> Michael Jordan was yeah. the guy on Space Jam. I didn't watch any of his games. No. He probably couldn't watch them in Australia, to be honest. No, exactly. It would have been impossible. No, Kobe, was, Kobe was certainly the guy that yeah. got me aware about it, that I'd watch his games. NBA 2K and NBA on 2005 Sports, whatever was it was. Like, I used to play all those games all the time. And that was... 2005 live. Kobe was the gun. Yeah. Mate, anytime someone throws a bit of paper at a bin, they say Kobe. Kobe. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, That's crazy. That's crazy. Or, yeah. or what about that that bloody video? Yo, Kobe, I got you an orchid, baby. Have you seen that one where this dude's pretending to be like a Kobe Bryant super fan? It's fucking hilarious. No, I haven't. Punish dribblers, do yourself a favor and go find it on YouTube. Just type in Kobe Bryant orchid. Awkward, yeah, yeah, and it's this super obsessed Kobe Bryant fan who's just like buying him all this weird shit. The one with uh Kanye West is hilarious. Have you seen the, no. the back and forth they had? No. Another one I'd recommend are the punters and the dribblers. Perfect. Well, not much else to say. Rest in peace, rest in peace. Very yeah. sad, very, very sad. Uh, these days happen, unfortunately. Well, you know what? It's it's like a wake up, like shit happens, yes, you know big what I mean? time. That's big what time. it is. It's it like, is. Ooh. Anything can happen, man. And, and the yeah. ones where it shocks you is kind of because you're like, man, the guy had everything, the world in front of him. He was going to do so much more outside of basketball. And he, like, mate, he already was. He oh, won he already, an Academy Award. He won an Academy God's Award. Sake. He was a he, he, uh, body armor, like he invested in the body armor drink. He invested something. Apparently, wisely. Had, and he got like, it, blo- it was blown up. He got like 200 million from it. He's apparently, like, he's got a fund, like a, some sort of fund with two that he created and owned, part of, had $2 billion worth of capital in it like he's right. a psychopath yeah. like he's, a he's psycho. such an operator yeah such an operator lost a good one lost a good human uh all right eddie so as we said rugby league give or take 50 days away from starting mm. uh and like any good business trying to get some brand awareness out there as you're approaching the season the nrl needs some of their players to start being mongrels or doing their bit in the offseason to promote the game curtis scott Huge off-season signing to the Raiders from the Melbourne Storm. He's stepped up. But he's looking to cement himself in a new market more yes, than anything. that's right. Do you know what I mean? I'm in a new city. I want that third-party coverage, those deals. Yes. How do I step up? How do I get noticed? How do I get... How do I, how do I make sure that I've got money post-career? Yeah, yeah. Keep, got to, keep an eye on me. who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it, mate. you got to yes. put your name in, up in lights, as it were. Yes. Curtis. Canberra are famous for doing that for players. Well, maybe there's maybe also there's something in the air, and it's it's almost sort of inevitable in some ways. Yes, that it, it might be the isolation, it might be you know the heat or something, the cold. Some, something in the bloody something, water. Th- something throws people off. That dams as toxic as a dam can get yeah, in Canberra. Yeah. Could I be mean, something in that water. He might have gone for a swim, not recognising that you're not supposed to swim in Lake Burley Griffith. Yes. I don't know what it was. Something's amiss. Something's happened. Or maybe he's going to put his name up in lights. Point all, is... All of the above. Point is, Curtis has played a bit of a shock. Well, so Curtis came down to Sydney 
with a bunch of Raiders players for Australia Day on Sunday, had what we would like to call, and I think the common man describes, he's had a rugby league skinful. Well, I believe it's in the dictionary now. Yes, it is. It is in the... Or the the thesaurus. The Hello Sport lexicon, glossary of terms. A rugby league skinful is a skinful that almost only a rugby league man can take. And if you have taken it, then you're probably... Then you're just in as much hot curry as they are. Yes. So, Curtis, all alleged here, punters, dribblers, you know better than anyone that we are not the people to throw out accusations wildly. We just... We're not, we're not a courtroom. That's it. We hear allegations, and that's all they are at this point is allegations. But if you believe the allegations, or at least if you just want a little bit more info on what those allegations are, reports suggest that Curtis had a skinful, a rugby league skinful, was found sleeping in the bushes outside the SCG, and then when being roused by by himself, by himself, this was a this was a time sol- a solo time twelve thirty I think at night. Okay, twelve at night, uh, Sunday night. Mm. Roused by the police, Australia Day. Australia Day. Roused by the coppers trying to help him because mm. a man's like asleep in a bush. Yeah, can we get you home? What can we do for you? Do you want a glass yeah, of water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Curtis has become disgruntled and angry with the police, as you can tend to do, mate. He's just he's had a he's been he was probably in REM sleep. Yeah, he was in REM. He was in REM sleep and then he's had some cop wake him up and he's like, Are you serious, mate? I'm, I'm a fucking athlete here. Mm. I'm trying to get some rest. Yeah, I need my beauty sleep as it was. Well, I mean, look, I don't want to sound too uh, Well, beauty sleep can mean different things to different people. Yes, if you're a rugby be- league player, it may need you, you need your your REM so you can perform it at, at, at your best. You're an athlete. Yeah. You need your eight hours. Yeah. And he's Call gone, it athlete sleep if yeah, you want. Yeah. He's gone, look, I've had a shitload of booze. Now uh, my my current probably like vision, if I'm gonna speak for Curtis here, and I think he'd be happy for me to do so, he's probably gone, there's no way I'm getting home. Because I'm cooked, right? I don't know what to do. You know, I'm out of I'm out of uh, my comfort zone here a little bit. That bu- that bush looks like a place where I'm going to be able to get a peaceful eight hours. Could we go it a step further? Is he looking to avoid trouble in some way? Like, you know, I've had a rugby league skinful. Best I get away from everyone. You know what I mean? Because I could I could go over the I edge. Could, here. I could do something silly. So I'll take myself over to those bushes before I do. And just take myself out of all scenarios. Have a kip. Yeah. Can, you know, you can't do I'm gonna, anything I'm wrong keep it off. sleep. Keep it off. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the police... Wrong ir- place, wrong time. Irresponsible. Yeah. yeah, it seems like he, Curtis is in wrong place, wrong time. These fucking coppers coming over have woken Curtis from his REM sleep. They say that's the most dangerous time to wake someone up. Mm. Curtis has got disgruntled, probably disorientated because of the skinful. And has allegedly, Eddie, no, nothing's proven, but punched and kicked a police officer, who, cool. one of which may have been a woman. Well, uh, look, I mean, there's so many unknowns here. Mm. Now, obviously, we don't condone the assault of police officers or anyone for that matter. Especially women. But could we assume for a second that he's sort of been roused and then to his feet and thrown quickly? Like... If we're just sort of taking this storyline for a walk a little bit. We're just walking it out. (laughs) We're just walking it out. I'm saying, is it possible? You know what I mean? If he's got up and gone, who are you? And they said, we're the police. And then punched on, big problem. Big problem. But if he's sort of... But if he's woken up swinging... Straight from a dream. Thought he's been mugged. I mean, everyone's heard, like, you know, if you sleep in a park, you're vulnerable. Everyone's heard those stories. Everyone's heard those yarns. Yeah, everyone's heard that, you know... Homeless people sleep during the day because at night it's tough. You've got to be up. You've got to be up and about. We're just taking it for a walk. We're taking it for a walk here. And so Curtis, if you believe the stories, has 
how to throw at coppers. Now, mm. you've got to be a... Look, we know Leaguey's love to throw, but the throw with coppers is a whole other kettle of fish. Oh, yeah. Having a having a, a blue with the with the boys in blue, yeah. boys and girls, yeah, that's a big day. Now, not what Ricky needed. Well, Ricky was furious. Ricky, Ricky Rick, quoted, "Oh, I'm pissed off." Said, "Quote, you can quote me you on can that." Quote me on that. Now, Ricky notorious for standing behind his boys. Facts his boys. Jack even, White and will piss all over you. And Ricky even won't when say he, a even word. when he knows they're in the wrong. Like Jack probably White. deep down, Jack, Jack, exactly right. And there was a couple of instances at the back end of last year when um, were they putting on uh, head highs, and he's like, "Mate, that's not a head high." What was that? Or was it Hudson Young uh, treating eyeballs like you know? That's right. That's stuff. right, mate. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, thank you very yes. much." Thank you very much. And he will still defend them to the oh, hill. Yeah, so yeah. if he's coming out saying he'll go, that, he's Ricky will go, fucking right. Ricky was coming out then going, mate, I was in year nine once. That is not year nine house party work. Yeah. He's not even... I can still see his knuckles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, if I can see your knuckles, then that's not, that's not year nine house party. Year nine house party stuff or year 10. Whatever. So if he's coming out saying he's as ropeable as he Says is... He, well, he's quoting him. Exactly. He's saying, quote he says, quote me. me. Quote me. Yeah then you know that you've got a very purple Ricky on your hands. Very purple. And you, Ricky, you, you need Ricky to be green. Ricky yeah. does his best work when he's as green as it gets. That's and right. right. Now you've got a purple Ricky with veins popping out the side of his head. What makes it worse for the Raiders, Eddie, is they just got rid of Joey Leilua, BJ. So they, they did, they, yes. He just signed with the Tigers mm. for Curtis Scott. Well, look, such is the salary cap. You know what I mean? You but can't have them all. You get rid of... It's a la Manly getting rid of Appy Corusau and then Manasi Finau allegedly stabbing someone. But that's been rectified, thank God. We, well, yeah, well, we've got... But it takes time. We're, yes. we're 50 days out as we've already... We're getting to the, we're getting to the, point, like the start of the season... Your preseason coming to an end. Your systems start to need to be in place. Like need to know the calls. That's right. That's right. And you, we all know in rugby league, you got to start well because if you fall too far behind, then Hard it's all over. Up. Hard to catch. It's like all golf. over. Like, like golf. golf. Like like anything. Like anything. Like life. Like life. Don't get. Don't fall behind. Otherwise, to try and claw yourself back. It's tough, tough going. It's tough. So from that standpoint, uh, the Raiders fans will be fucking ropeable. Because be right. I look at their side and I go, you know what? You can give it a crack this year. It all hinges on this new English half they've brought over. Uh, yeah, Sam Williams or George Williams or... Something like that. If he's as good as they say, they're a sniff. Big and sniff. Speaking of sniff, he's got a beak on him. If you want to look at great noses in rugby league, Sam Williams or what? maybe it's George Williams. George, something Williams. Something George, something this English guy half a... Canberra, he's got a beak on him. Yeah. Thing looks like he's been broken 12 ways to Sunday. Yeah. All the best to him. Mm. Hope it's not a breathing problem come season 2020, but something to look at. Correlation between beaks and sevens? Well, who else has got a beak? I'm just shooting it out there. Is yeah. there one? Well, no, I haven't. I don't think so, no. I can't think of any other seven. I can't think of a, a plethora of sevens with a beak on them. Mm. There probably are a few. Laurie Daly, but he was a he was a 5'8". No, no. So I think it's just just this George Sam. I wouldn't mind a big beak on my six, running the footy, tucking the line. I don't mind a beak on the six. Yeah, but the seven, I'm not sure. No, no, no. Well, a beak, you like you like your six to poke the beak through the line. That's it. That's it. Sort of. What? Where can I get it through? Yeah, Yeah. that's sort of like a like almost like those ships that charge through ice in Antarctica. That's right. That's right. Icebreakers. Icebreakers. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I guess where we're at is uh, Canberra, quite possibly. Horrible start. 
you know, it may be another ringless season. Potentially. And I just and also- as, from where I'm sitting, I don't mind them falling out early. No, but you know what? I don't mind a strong milk. I don't mind. No, I like it. I'm just saying for Manly's, well, Manly's 2020 hopes. It, so that's all right. But I just, I'm more concerned for Ricky Stewart's hairline where it's like, it's not like someone's going bald. It's just like the hair is disappearing in front of your very The reality eyes. is, okay, let's get, let's get to some, some consequences. If, if he's found guilty in the court of law, what are we looking at? I are think, we looking? Are we looking at contract torn up? Well, no. Well, potentially with the Raiders because like assaulting they, a copper, mate. Day. That's a big day. Huge day. I got tasered for God's yeah, sake. He got tasered. We forgot to mention Butters <laughs> Drillers. He got shocked. <laughs> They've shot electricity into his body. Yeah. Oh fuck! I know it's. I'd love to. I would love to have seen that footage. Oh, mate! I'd just be going for a stroll through the park and, and see it see, live. That's what I mean. Like that would be to see that live would be a real treat. Oh yeah. Now I'm not celebrating someone's misfortune that either the cop or Curtis being woken from REM sleep. Yeah. But it would have been a great show. It would have. Well, I to mean, finish with electric it would have, shocks. It would have been memorable. Yeah. <laughs> what an end to Australia Day. <laughs> Good tasering. <laughs> you know what? There is an element of that as well that's uniquely Australian. It's mm. a nice and a rugby league Australia Day. Yeah, is almost skinful punch someone. I wouldn't necessarily say a cop, but a cop's going to eventually be involved. So why not just two birds one stone this thing? <laughs> punch a cop, then get tasered and locked up. Yeah, that's a rugby league Australia. That's Day. a rugby league Australia Day I've ever I've heard. Was it Mitch Pearce who Pumped a got <laughs> who? Almost in some respects, tasered a pooch in Australia. Well, yeah, he he tasered a pooch himself. <laughs> yeah. um, as long as the tasering's involved, I think yeah. that's all that matters. But Mitch Pierce, actually, you raise a he he was someone I wanted to talk about as well, Eddie. Old Mitch, because if you um, if you follow Mitch on social media like we do, and as we said yesterday, everyone was putting up Kobe Bryant sort of tributes, photos, mm. memories, mm. you know, hug your family a little closer tonight, these sort of things, which is all very nice. But I have to, wherever my phone is, one of them caught my eye, Eddie, and I think it's caught a few people's eyes because Mitch sort of, Mitch obviously wanted to get in on the, uh, well, Mitch felt some type of way about it as well. Like everyone, Mitch was Mitch was rattled by Kobe. Mitch was rattled, and and, then, and look, and he's he's gone out of his way to find a, a nice, beautiful quote that's trying to help him make sense of but it. But it, ca- it captures the fragility of life. That's it. So I'll just read the quote, um, and uh, if if while I, I'll just read the quote first. So this is from uh, Mitchell Pierce's on his Instagram. Those who died yesterday had plans for today, and those who died this morning had plans for tonight. Don't take life for granted. In the blink of an eye, anything can change. Robert Mugabe. Now, Eddie, I'd appreciate if you could just, and this may not work, but if you could you just try and find some of Robert Mugabe's, like his, what he's done, what he's known for? A list? Yeah. What's Robert Mugabe done? So, just to fill in the uneducated punter and or dribbler... Um, he was the Zimbabwean revolutionary um, who was the Prime Minister of Zimbabwe from 1980 to 1987 and then the President from 1987 to 2017. Uh, he's been widely described as a dictator, a tyrant and a threat and has been to referred to as one of Africa's most brutal leaders. <laughs> so that's a starting that's point. That's a start. <laughs> During the guerrilla war, Ann Smith referred to Mugabe as the apostle of Satan. 
he's known for genocide and as being a dictator. Yeah. Robert Mugabe's legacy is one of the most ruthless tyrants of modern times will remain long after his days as notorious statement, statesman of Zimbabwe are over. Mugabe's savage rule of Zimbabwe was dominated by murder, bloodshed, torture, persecution of political opponents, intimidation and vote rigging on a grand scale. Right. So... Not necessarily... Now, is it possible that Mitch has confused him for, say, Nelson Mandela? Or has Mitch just Googled inspirational quotes? I don't think if you Googled uh, inspirational quotes... Anyone that's compiling a list is surely not putting Mugabe in there. Well, how do you like, find that? Like, if you put it, like, I, I guarantee you on a page of inspirational quotes, you're not going to get any from Hitler, even though he said some pretty inspirational stuff. Well, yeah, look, I During mean, his, like, rise to power yeah, pre, in the 30s and yeah, stuff, yeah, like, was, yeah. They said some fucked up shit, obviously, at the time, but he was like, there's a lot of, like, pro-German rhetoric, like, where, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, like, get after it, sort of pumping them up. Get like, up and about. He got him out of like he got him out of the the Great Depression. So yeah, and we're not here. We're not here lifting Hitler. Up. No, we're I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. If you, you there's, pl there's probably plenty of quotes from him that are inspirational, but yes. you're not going to find them. Well, yeah, and on also, a on a on a on a, a board of no, inspirational no. quotes. <laughs> Where do you find <laughs> a Mugabe quote I then? No. Where do you do that? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so strange. Like unless he's on some like. Some some pretty uh, lowbrow chat boards. Dude, I'm googling know. inspirational Mugabe quotes. I've just got to see if it, something comes up. Because if he if he if there is something if there's like a page for inspirational Mugabe quotes, then he's then got I that he's got he Man thinks, Mugabe's Mandela. Yes, I think that's what it's got to be. Inspirational Mugabe <laughs> quotes. If, well, Mugabe inspir inspirational quotes. They're here. 33 Mugabe quotes, inspirational quotes, brainy quotes. Is the one he put up on there? Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Well, look, this is inspirational Mugabe quotes. Our party must continue to strike fear into the heart of the white man, our real enemy. <laughs> so he's gone past that. Well, that's the top one. <laughs> so he's gone past that looking for them. You looking for the so, one yeah. he likes. He's rolled down. He's gone, well, no, that's not one we can use. <laughs> It may be it may be necessary to use methods other than constitutional ones. <laughs> our votes must go together with our guns. After all, <laughs> any vote uh, we shall have shall have been the product of the gun. The gun which produces the vote should remain its security officer, its guarantor. The people's votes and these people's guns are always inseparable <laughs> twins. Holy shit, Robert! Well, look, I mean, these, I, I don't know that these are inspirational. But the point remains where in God's name has he found this quote? That's the biggest question I have. That's a, que that's a question on every punter and every, every dribbler's lips. lips. Where the hell did Mitch find this Mugabe quote? If someone can fucking find it. And, but when you when when we say find it, you need to find, find the process. The steps. Find, yeah, step us through the process in which he would have found it. Like it has to have been easy for him. There's no way he did more than ten minutes. No way, no way. And also, if, if he's he had did, to scroll through fucked up shit in order to find it, that I don't think I'm not put I'm not putting Mitch in that camp. No, I don't think Mitch is. Well, look, 
If he thought not. Mugabe was Mandela, there is a chance that he may have gone deep but to if- find an inspirational Mugabe quote. <laughs> Just gone past all that. Well, yeah. He's probably changed his opinion on Mandela. He's, he's probably sitting at home going, he was actually he was a pretty... A fucking pretty he's probably, probably walking around going, until people commented on his post, he's probably started telling people that, mate, Mandela's all he cracked Mandela's, up to be. Dude, that Mandela, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Look, I mean, I've only done 10 minutes, but that fucking, he said some pretty heavy shit. <laughs> um, so, look. Both start with M. That seems like the jumping off point. Yeah. That seems like, and again, that may not be true. Mitch has since taken it down. I feel like someone may have alerted him to... Well, I think the comments may have told a... A, a tale. A, a, a tale different <laughs> than he was trying to get across. He was probably looking for love hearts and broken hearts and those like... Sad praise Praise signs and yes, stuff. Yes, yeah, exactly. 100. Well like, said, yeah, Mitch. Well said, bro. Like, yeah. we're, all with, you know, we're all feeling it, yeah. which we all were. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was hard to sort of get around the emotion of it all when it was Mugabe... So like, you know, again, hey, heart was in the right place. Heart was in the right place. Just, just trying to make sense of it. Yeah. Just trying to make sense of it. Yeah, we're just trying to work out what it is exactly, the steps towards, steps taken to get a Mugabe Steps steps towards Mugabe. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know either. It's, 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 it's beautiful though. It's beautiful in its rugby league-ism. Yes. It's rugby league nature. It's, I mean, it's perfect. In some ways, yeah. Um, if you were any look, we'll if you can the, shed any light, yeah, Mitch included, Mitch included, punters, dribblers. If you can let us know how Mitch found that Mugabe quote, obviously an accident, yeah. Obviously some cross wires, obviously we'd love to know. But that I think Eddie is that rugby league for us. That's rugby league. Can't fucking wait for rugby league. Fifty days, fifty days, fifty days, give or take, ish, ish, Dior. All right, punters, dribblers. So we uh, we said we'd do it. We're doing it. The Sir Donald Bre- Beedman Carols. Uh, Christmas, obviously, about a month ago. Um, but still not a month. But oh. still, well, no, it's actually over a month. Yeah. Um, but still no not time. February. Well, it's exactly. It's still January. So, mm. like, basically, still time to do it. Uh, I found four that sent us through. There may have been one more, but I guarantee you these are the four best that we got sent. Uh, so I think it's time for us to just go through them. We're going to play them. Yes. Here, this one is. Um, Marcus Finichiriario. Sorry, Marcus. Difficult last name to pronounce. Finichiriario sounds about right.
animated name. Soon. Sure. Great Finish voice. strong. Yeah, that was nice. Great voice. Marcus Finichari, you know. Sorry, I can't. Uh, Finichari, you know, he's got a great voice. He's got a good voice here. Now, I wouldn't, I'd be surprised if he wasn't a singer. Certainly got the pipes on him. He's got pipes. He's got pipes. Uh, this next one is from Glocko Nation. I think that's his IG name. Okay. Not his name? No. Boys. At Glocko Nation here, Instagram. Okay. Just listen to the potty at the gym. Pretty fucking unusual that no one got back to you the song, so I'm going to have a crack at it. Mm, it was unusual. Avid punter and dribbler. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's strong. Here we go. Dashing in the heat. Beadman Kelly Slay. Shelling all the prawns. Turn up Christmas Day. Sinking too much piss. Swinging like a bull. Dribbling on the hotline with an NRL skin full. Oh, Beadman Kel, Labashags, and Osmosis Steve. Hopefully he finds his hands before Christmas Eve. That's all I fucking got. See you soon. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. It didn't find his hands. Didn't find his hands. No, he didn't. History will tell us Smudge didn't find his hands until the one-day series in India. Now, like that. I did like that. What it lacked in uh, production value. <laughs> made up for made up in for original. Lyrics. Yeah, lyrics, yes. Lyrically. So the first one, really strong voice. Uh, Difficult to understand but sometimes. limited, like the... There was, basically, he was just saying Donald Beadman the whole time. Yeah. With some variances in there. Yes. But huge production value. Huge production value, great pipes on yep. him, and, uh, you know, just as a general, you know, made us laugh. This one, zero production value, done on the dribbler hotline. Great lyrics. Great lyrics. After the gym. He's probably After in the, the car. Gym. Yeah, exactly. He'd be sitting in the front seat of his Monaro. Love that. Uh, Glocko now, Nation. Glocko Nation. This is a tough one. This is tough. Um, all right. Simon Maurice Edgel. Merry Christmas, Tom, Eddie. The punters and the dribblers. <laughs> Just having a bit of Christmas cheer with the fam, mum, my lovely lady Evie. Oh, Evie. Evie. Almost had a rugby league skinful. Love it. But I just got to say that I think a saviour was born on a different day. <laughs> Guitar. Guitar. Like it. Runs he scored them, Sir Donald Brown. I'm, he I'm hearing backing vocals. Golf ball and stuff. There's some harmony going on. Corrugated iron. Nation will praise and sing the greatest one. 
to slay the pace or sting, he'll knock up the tons, plenty of runs out in the sun. There's definitely harmony back up, which I'm loving. loving. It's really strong. Australia's son. Mm. He's like the new Jesus. Yes. That's the that's the That's the influence there. Yeah. They're so shady those blocks we call palms. Yeah, shady. Yeah, he's having a crack at palms. Head ribs and not the shoes, just bring him undone. Lawwood uh, with Ballwood fling nothing wide of the bum. This this couple of Bradman highlights. Lawwood, this is like he's, he's referencing. Um, up to swing the, his middle this one on Rufus's body body mm. and Jotting was stunned. So there's some like a lot of history in the lyrics. My blood's true blue. Yeah. The ashes are one. Pretty good. He's mixed production value Ever and lyrics. Forgotten of what had become. With Harley. Yes. Now known as body line, the tactics of scum. It <laughs> was a famous winner, timeless yarn spun. <laughs> Legend testings, the history book's done. Australia sung, and fuck em, we won. Invincible is the heroic legend. This is pretty fucking good. That was pretty bloody good. Is that it? That was it. Oh, that was fucking good. That was good gear. Really good. Harmonies, lyrics, production. production value, guitar, guitar Paul Kelly voice. In. He's got Evie on the backing vocals. Evie's the missus. So he's written it, given her like they were practice. They were to practice that. You can't just that harmony doesn't just happen. No, that no, doesn't. You got to earn that. You got to earn that harmony. It's a strong relationship. It's a very strong relationship. Do you, you say can tell wife? They know each other. Or he said his girl. Okay. So they know each other intimately. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're intimate. There's, they're intimate. We know that. <laughs> That we can confirm. Yeah. Uh, all right, this is the final one. Now, Tom Jordan, his uh, one, he's also provided us lyrics, Eddie, so I feel like maybe... Just play it. We play it first. Just play it. If you, I, You're I, right. We shouldn't give him a, uh, no. an edge over no, anyone no, no, else. That's, we no, just no, got to no. play it. Just got to play it. You're right. Merry Christmas, Donald Bean. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Kelly Slater got your name wrong to the anger of the punter. Hello, sport, they did correct him, but he did answer the call. Confirmed an Instagram typo, which was reassuring to all. Merry Christmas, Donald Beadman. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Kelly Slater got your name wrong to the anger of the punter. You saved us this Ashes series. Osmosis was your power. You took smudge to the next level. You were the man of the hour. Merry Christmas, Donald Beadman. 
Merry Christmas to you, sir. Catch you, Kelly. It is catchy. This is a bit of poppy. This is like a pop song. This is radio stuff. This is radio stuff. I can see this on Kyle and Jackie. Yeah. Merry Christmas, punters and dribbles. Big time. Merry Christmas, hello, sport. We thank you for the good times. All that you have taught. Merry Christmas, Donald Beatman. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Kelly Slater got your name wrong. To the anger of the punter. Merry Christmas, Donald Beatman. Merry Christmas oh. to you, sir. Kelly Slater got your name wrong. To the anger of the punter. Everyone! <laughs> two, three, four. Merry Christmas, Donald Beatman. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Kelly Slater got your name wrong. To the anger of the punter. Merry Christmas, Donald Beatman. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Kelly Slater got your name wrong. To the anger of the punter. And the dribbler. <laughs> well done. Well done. Tight. The last two, last two have edged ahead. They have. In my opinion. It's out of the last two at this point. Unfortunately for the first two, who's uh, Glocko Nation. And Favoretti and Marcus Finicario, uh, you two have been, you're off, you're out. Yeah, unfortunately, two quick decisions. But now it's between. But thank you for your submission thank you so because much. They, they were, were they were unbelievable. They were brilliant. But what we loved in both of yours were combined in each of the second two. That's right. They had lyrics. They had production value. So the first of the second two... So Simon Maurice Edgel, the, the Paul Kelly one. So he harmonies. Put, harmonies, storytelling, original lyrics. Guitar, Guitar, production. but stole the beat. He, the next one we've Tom just heard... Tom Jordan. Com completely original. Original beat, pop version. Storytelling, not as strong. Not, a, not strong storytelling, but, uh, you know, pop lyrics. Pop lyrics, Chorus. Now, it's tough. Like, is that a carol? Because, like, it did, it did it, how original did it need to be? We didn't necessarily say it had to be an original score. No, we didn't say that. But we needed original lyrics, we obviously. We needed, obviously, original lyrics, but not an original tune. Obviously, no. Christmas Carol was the thing we were asking for. Now, Merry Christmas, Donald Beedman. That was certainly... It's a new Christmas carol. Yeah, it's great. And it's, it's catchy as hell. It's catchy as fuck. And we'll probably see it on the airwaves soon. The Edge, Kiss, Today FM, Hot Whatever. But I think, Eddie... Did we say... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we say... We did, we just said we wanted a, a Beadman carol, didn't we? Yes. Did, it didn't need to reference Kelly Slater Didn't need to do anything. Just, just need to be a Sir Donald Beadman Christmas carol. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm leaning towards... The first of the second. Simon, Maurice, Paul yeah. Kelly, Harmony Vibes. Yeah. I think that's the winner. I think it is. I think Simon, Maurice, Edgel. I like the storytelling. storytelling. I'm going to tell you. And I like that he's got his, his missus involved. Involved as with well. Some, with some subtle harmony. She's got a, he's got a driblet to harmonise with him. So, subtly. Also, I'd love that conversation. I'd yeah. love to... Babe, <laughs> 
Babe, I need you. I need you for a second out in the backyard. I'm Why? Re- Why? Why? <laughs> what the fuck do you need me for? I'm watching something on TV. Listen, I've just written a Sir Donald Bradman Christmas carol, and I need you to harmonise on a couple of lyrics with me. If that's Why? I need a baggy green. <laughs> I'm getting a baggy green. What is that? Yeah. How are, old are you? Are you guaranteed the baggy green? No, it's actually a competition. It's competitive. So I need this. To, you got to really harmonise it. The harmonising might be get me over the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for that reason alone as well, just for potentially damaging the relationship by... <laughs> It's ridiculous. Well, you know what? You know what? It was probably hard for him to go in there and go, listen, Listen, Evie. This is important to me. You know that stupid podcast I listen to? Yes. Uh, The one that I let let you listen to in the house. Yeah, in the house. Uh, I'm going to need you to help me win something off that. Yeah, I need a a baggy green. Uh, I'm writing a Donald Bradman Christmas carol, and she's probably just gone, okay. But you know what? Maybe not. She sounds like a legend. Evie sounds like she can harmonize firstly, but she was willing... Maybe she's a fan of the podcast. Maybe she's a, Maybe she's a huge fan. Maybe Who she's knows? a driblet. She Maybe sounds she like a driblet. So, Tom Jordan, mate, fantastic. Thank you very much. And that will be a Christmas carol that will echo through the ages and we'll play it again next Christmas. But unfortunately, in this, there are more, there's always opportunities to earn a baggy green. Not your day today, but it was a fantastic one. Got us a good gift. I also like, just to, just to finalise this, the fact that, uh, because Christmas carols generally about Jesus and um, religious rhetoric. Yes. Well, Jesus specifically, because yes. he's celebrating the day of his birth. Yes. I liked that he was subbed out in favour of, of the, the real son. The real son of God. Yeah. In <laughs> Sir Donald Bateman. <laughs> so, Simon, there's a baggy green coming to you. Congratulations. We'll be in touch for some specifics, re-addresses. Congratulations. Congratulations, and thank you for all your submissions. Thank you for all your submissions. Welcome to the 11. Welcome to the 11. Uh, look, just quickly, Eddie, a couple more things we got to do here. Quickly. Yeah. Um, because I've got to get back to my child and my, uh, my partner. Mm-hmm. Firstly, had to say this. Do you know what starts this weekend? This weekend? Yeah. Super Rugby. Did you know that for uh, any real reason? One reason and one reason alone. Bill Meeks, friend of the show, I follow him on Instagram, saw his post today, last training session before we fly to Japan. Why would he be flying to Japan? Super Rugby. See, I And the only reason I know... That is the only reason. The only reason I know is because obviously we have uh, had long-running conversations with the elite throbber that is Curtly Beal, and we were discussing when he might be able to come on. I was trying to team up for this week. He said, mate, busy this week, heading to Christchurch for the first game, maybe next week. I was like, Super Rugby's back this weekend? Mm. Like, Mm. there has been nothing, bro. Mm. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. Not a peep. Not a fucking peep. Training footage, interviews, this, that. Like, I, I heard this. Won't reveal sources because that's just not what you do. But Not in this game. Not in this game. Otherwise, they won't reveal any more tidbits to you. There's a yarn going around that any war- at the Waratahs, for any player to be interviewed, and this isn't necessarily podcasting, Dior, but there have to be two media managers present and they won't allow a story. They like then go and... This is what someone's told me, right? So it's all Dior here, but that if you want to interview a player, like say you're a journo, there's going to be two media managers from the Waratahs present and then... 
after that's done, after the interview's done, the media managers will go and write up the interview with what you're allowed to say and then give it to them. So Why? What are they protecting? I don't know, mate. I don't know. It seems almost too crazy to be true. But it's like... But I you just, know what? But you know what? Like, it, it's, it, it seems like something they would do. Yes, it does. Now, if they're trying to protect themselves from, like, some sort of other shitstorm based on what's happened in the last 12 months, I'd remind them that, you know, Israel Folau said all that stuff away from the media on Instagram... Which I mean, you like, can't control. You need, to, you need to turn the tide of public opinion around about rugby. Firstly, like obviously the most important thing is that the good footy's played, right? Mm. But you want to be able to identify, you want fans to be able to identify, relate to players, Nothing interact I'm, with them. You not know, relatable. Like, you've got to be able to have it, hear them speak, hear them be normal. What's so good about rugby league is there are all these, you can get like the meme pages in rugby league, whether it's like the NRL roast or you've got the Denning Camp's bloke in a bar, locker room podcast, all that sort of stuff. It's like that world is created because like the rugby league players are characters mm. and so there's a world that can be built and enjoyed outside of just the game whereas rugby union curtly beal he's is, the only character he's the only character really adam ashley cooper was was Giddo was drew mitchell was but like there's no one really there where it's like oh yeah you know name another character i can't there aren't there aren't any or if there are oh you don't know about you don't know them, about it which is the point that's the thing. of course there's, there's characters. Of course there's characters right of course there are but there's no opportunity to, because no, the the media managers are too stifled and snuff and like you know like when i used to have to deal with them in radio it was always hard mm. they'd send out again and this is no Were rugby problem. union plays harder than league players to get on radio uh yes yes yeah. and like when you're trying when you've got a brand that's suffering and you're like, oh, okay, well, like we're radio working at radio stations. We want to talk to some of your players to try promote your product. The amount of times that they would offer up, and again, I like it sounds harsh, but like think about like the most elite sort of throbbers in the game. You think of people that you like that the, the fan want to hear from and talk to: Curtly Beal, Michael Hooper, David Pocock, Adam Ashley Cooper, fucking James O'Connor, all these sort of people. And every time they'd put up someone like just some sort of like a, some other forward player who they're fucking great players. Don't get me wrong, but they're not media darlings. They're not they're people not, that you want to hear. Just, it's just people don't want to hear from them. It's that's like that's just what it is. It's just what it is. That's right? the reality. It's just what it is. I'm not being like. That's a reality. That's the reality. That's what it is. So it's like, mate, there's no awareness. To- there's no awareness to be like, let's just do something that's this is going to be better for us, for the game, for everything. If we aren't so strict and stifling Mate, what are we doing in the nba the media gets to go into the locker rooms after games right and people say that you don't want to lock in next to lebron james because he's got like 30 or 40 guys around him yeah. right imagine directly after the directly game. after the game they don't want the media don't want to talk to anyone else because that all anyone wants to listen to is what lebron thinks that's, and that's a fucking fact right get over it that's it that's what it is imagine if they're like no you can't have lebron they'd be like what are you talking about we can't have lebron what do you mean so that's the same. Imagine thing. that. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. And it's like, oh no, we're going to give you this play. And it's like, but we'd like to talk to the most influential players in the game, slash the most media savvy, marketable. I had like a back and forth with the media manager for the whoever he was at the time, and he's going, well, I actually think uh, whichever player it was is a good speak. I just went, hey man, any chance of getting someone else uh, looking for something you know, a bit more high profile? Uh, you know, a bit more. We've had this. Old, we had this other guy on before. He wasn't that fucking good. It's like just someone with a bit more profile. And he's like, "Well, I happen to think he's got a really good profile." And I'm like, "Oh, like that he's really good. He's really good on radio." And I'm like, "Well, that's that's cool, man. Like, I'm not having a shot at him, but he's not that great. And it'd just be nice to have someone else who's you know 
bit more well known. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's all you got. And I go, okay, well, don't worry about it then. Don't worry about it. Fuck you. Like, if you're not going to help us out, and, but it's in your best interest, right? Mm. Like, it's in their best interest. Mm. The fact that Super Rugby's starting now and we don't, we didn't even know about it. You know, when the A League's starting, bro. Yeah. It's madness. It's madness, mate. But that's reality. That's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And again, I like rugby. Big fans of rugby. We cover rugby when the World Cup's on when shit's worth covering. But, but like, it's over. It's over. It's over. Is that's, it ru- rugby's over? Like, it, it, it's, 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 it'll be become batik. Like, the descent has begun. It <sighs> began years ago, and I think that's sort of, it's, you know. It's sad. It's, it's fucking sad, but that's like, if you don't even know that the Super Rugby is about to start and it's two days out, it's all over. It's not good. That's not good at all. Panic stations. Panic station stuff. Um, I think but that's rugby, though. Good luck to the Waratahs. Good luck to the Waratahs. Curtly Beal, new vice captain. Congrats, bro. Also, congrats to Curtly Beal for dropping the knee. Big fan of that. Well done. Big fan. And congratulations to Rob Simmons before becoming captain. At Michael Hooper standing down. Rob Simmons. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. As, a, got, as, a, as, a, as a, someone who enjoys rugby and knows enough. Um, anyway. That's like, rugby. That's rugby. Punters and dribblers, Australian Open, obviously King, uh, who has given us one hell of a summer. It's one hell of a summer. King Curious saw today uh, drew through his aces for five victims, sort of um, initiative, sixty grand raised, sixty grand from King himself. So that's so I think there was fifty from him and then ten grand from McEnroe, like chipped in. I don't oh, know what the it. I don't know what the McEnroe metric was, but sixty raised off the back of his aces, right? So for everyone that said, "Oh fuck, that's not enough." Mate, he's one of the greatest servers of all time. Like, 200 bucks an ace adds up over a whole summer. Well, um, but also, like, people, fuck mate, people, you, man. No. Like, he's trying to do something good 60 here. 60 grand, not good enough for you? Sorry, man. A lot what of money. Have, what have you put in? Yeah, yeah, a lot of all money. All those people that get dirty about that sort of stuff are ridiculous. But look, King Kyrgios, I think this has been his, his coming renaissance? party. Renaissance? Maketh of the man. Yeah, maturity. Yeah. Uh, um, turning into a man, look, a lot of pressure. That five-setter against that uh, Hemsworth lookalike, the Russian, was a yeah. fucking good game. But I tell you what, mate, there would have been time after time after time after time after time in the course of his career where he goes down, to, like, wins the first and then two and then loses the next two where he would have just go, nah, I'm out. I'm out here. But he dug deep. Dug deep for and the And still through flaring, still through his tweeners and oh, all that sort of he, shit. That's, that's like, him, though. I like that. You're going to get that with with King. Box and that's office. why he's so much fun to watch. He's box office, eyeballs on screens, that's bums it. on seats. Happy Gilmore at tennis. Mate, tennis is largely uh, void of characters. Yes. Largely. Yes. And especially amongst the up-and-comers. Uh, like, they're yeah, all yeah, boring yeah. as fucking batshit. And you yeah. probably aren't able to name any of the younger players, no. really, if you're honest with yourself. Unless you're a bit of a tennis fan, you yes. wouldn't be able to. No. But King, he brings it. And he's bringing spice and flair to tennis. And he's emotional. He's rocked the, he rocked the Kobe jersey against Nadal. Cried on the out, way out. out. He's oh. crying in interviews post-match. He's an emotional kid. People that say he's a blo- bad bloke, like, mate, realistically, what has he done off the court that's bad? He's just he, an emotional he, He's guy. emotional on the court and he can lose his cool. That doesn't make him a bad person. No. Like, he's fairly- a hothead, sure. Push Nadal. Fucking pushed him. Push Nadal. Nadal. Mate, he was, he was too, you know, too... 
maybe two or three points away from winning it. If the two or three points go his way in those tiebreakers, it's all over. McEnroe was like, he's rated, he's 23, he's ranked 23 in the world or whatever coming into this one. Do you all the specifics? But he's like, he's a top 10 player against top 10 players. Like his ranking is top 10, essentially. He, whenever he plays against top 10, he rises to the occasion. Yeah. I think as well, before the Nadal match, they were saying last night that his record, the last 10 top 10 players he's played, his record is seven out of ten wins. Until until last night, he was Nadal four, him three in the head to head. Yeah, pretty gnarly. That's good against the, the arguably close to well getting there, the greatest of all time on on route to goat status potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um. But look, so thanks for the summer, King. King, love it, appreciate it. Long now, live the King. Now, just checking my phone. Uh, Federer, who is carrying some sort of in- illness or injury, hopefully just an illness that'll pass, like um, has just beaten an absolutely nobody, someone Sangren, uh, an American. Now, why this is relevant? He won the first set, lost the next two, was under the pump big time in the fourth, gets it to a tiebreaker, saves seven match points, goat. Wins the, wins the breaker 10-8, so wins the four set 7-6, then breaks him in the fifth, 6-3, Roger through to the quarters. I mean, what a man. What a man. What a man. What a oh, man. no, through the semis, right? Sem- through the semis. Through the semis. That was a quarterfinal, through to the semis. So never write off a goat. Never, never write off a goat. Never, ever, ever, ever write off a goat. If you turn your back on a goat, that goat's going to nip you. Mate, the other day he won like ten eight in the in the in the fifth set against some other bloke. Like he's he's digging deep into his old bones. Yeah, exactly. To, in, in tennis tennis terms, uh, and pushing himself. Pushing himself. Go, love it. Now we arrive at the last remaining Australian. No, yes, exactly. Asparty. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Aussie Ash, Ash, mate. Vegemite's a sponsor, for God's sake. Aussie Ash. Yeah. As Aussie as it gets. Exactly. Little Aussie Battler. That's it. Love Ash. Plays a little bit like Leighton Hewitt. Grinds. First female into the quarters. Semis. Semis, forgive me. First female into the semis of the Australian... First Australian female into the semis of an Australian Open in 36 long years, Eddie. Yep. We love it. She's world number one. We love it. And She's as Aussie mate, as Vegemite, and if you, sponsored by Vegemite. If you look at the remaining threats, not a whole heap of them. She could do it. Not a whole heap of them. She can do it. She can raise the shit. What do they get? A plate, I think, the women? I think they get a beautiful plate. Right. Well, she can raise she the can, plate. She can become Australian Open champion yes. in front of her people. In front of her people. After what has been a tough, a tough Australian three summer. months for the, for the, for the nation. Yeah. Real tough. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see her do that. We're on her, and I wouldn't be out of the question to see her chucked on some currency because right now Nick's on the tenner. Nick was on. She the She gets this. We're putting her on the twenty. We're putting her on the twenty. Well, I mean, she should already potentially be on the twenty for being in the semis, shouldn't she? And well, then well, I'm put just thinking, the fifty for well, the I'm, final. Well, I'm just thinking Rocket Rod's on the hundred, obviously. Um, well, no, because Rocket Rod's not playing anymore. So, so is this a live? This is a live currency update. So I think she's twenty for the semi. She's 20 through to the semis. She's 50 through to the final. Onto the hundo if she wins it. Love it. I think we might have to do that. I'm prepared to. And as you know, we have the mint on the blower regularly. Yeah. We're in constant communication. They're around We've got a us. direct line to the mint. Well, I mean, is, does that shock you, punters and dribblers? It shouldn't. No. I'll give you the hot tip. It shouldn't. shouldn't. Because we move mountains, you know we do. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to finish on this. A little bit spicy, perhaps, but worth touching on. I think you and I need to try and sort of work through it. Yep. Now, Rocket Rod was celebrated previously uh, in, like, I think it was last year for his achievements, 50 years since he was doing some crazy things. Yep. Winning, Rocket know, Rod couldn't look older. 
but he's won. I mean, he's a freak. Oh, absolute freak. He's won two separate Grand Slams. So, as in, when I say that, he's won all four in a calendar year. Yep. Done it twice. Everyone knows who Rocket is. Federer loves Rocket. Federer well, tears mate, up at the fucking mention. As of soon Rocket. as he sees Rocket, he's in he's tears. His tears. Now. We all know what Rocket means to the game. Rocket was celebrated 50 years since he did, or since I don't know what the metric was, but 50 years since he was fucking great. This is Rocket Rod Laver for you idiots that don't know. Now, the problem is this year, Margaret Court uh, noticed, noted homophobe, homophobe. uh, uh, very much of the old school mentality, very religious, but fucking homophobic. Very homophobic, and one of the most uncomfortable necks to look at in yeah, world sports. Very uncomfortable neck. Now, there were calls a couple of years ago for them to rename Margaret Court Arena Yvonne Goolagong Arena. I think Google, even as a fuck you to Margaret, changed it for a time being on Google Maps. But Margaret Court, this year or next, a Dior, and don't fucking hold me to it, but I read it recently. They're about to celebrate her 50 years and Tennis Australia is in this awkward position where it's like, oh dear. Uh, Like, how do you separate the tennis achievement from the person? Like, it's a bit tricky. It is tricky. I read uh, John McEnroe was like, "What Tennis Australia wrestling with what to do with the crazy aunt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, you can't... It's not a civilised... It's not like an accepted civilised... Uh, like sort of social discourse to be that hyper-religious, right? And talking and, and well, being that homophobic in your religion. In any religion, you can't be homophobic well, be publicly. Homo- and- but homophobic in your views full stop. Correct. Not, not in this correct. society. Not but, in Australia. But religious freedoms are respected because our prime ministers are, and you know, Pentecostal Christian fucking speaking in tongues, strange individual. Not to get political punters dribblers, just talking about homophobic, religious rhetoric I mean sure you can celebrate it or you can just go look Dal unfortunately your views aren't in keeping like what if you were to what if you had like someone who was against women being able to vote the fact that she still holds these views that are outdated as fuck it's kind of going look you either get it you either have to move with the times here Margs or we're not really going to celebrate you because your views alienate a lot of people and marginalise people that are sort of, you know, vulnerable. Yeah, it's unnecessarily mean-spirited. Yeah, it's your religion, and that's cool. Like, you have you have the freedom in the country to, to espouse your religious views, right? But then also, any organisation has the freedom to go, well, that's cool, we're just not going to celebrate you. Yeah, yeah. No, but you, you can have your views, just keep them to yourself. But you can say them. You can say it. But there's consequences is what I'm saying. If you don't want there to be consequences, don't say it. Don't say it. Same thing with the Israel thing that we crapped yeah. on about. Like, if you've got those fucked up views, whatever. Like, I can't change them for you. No. Just, you, if you're going to say them out loud, there's consequences. Yeah. There's consequences. It. You've got every right to say them, but people can just go, well, we don't want to celebrate you. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck about Margaret Court. I tell you what, I'd get behind some sort of uh, push to get her neck a bit of skin removed from the neck. I'm not shaming old people, but hers is just particularly hard to stomach. That's all I'm saying. It's a, it's a neck and a half. Look, we'll fix your neck if you drop the views. We'll fix the neck free of charge. Yeah. All proceeds that this podcast make will go directly to fixing Margaret Court's neck. If she cuts the if crap. If she cuts the crap. Cuts the homophobic shit. That's our promise to you, That's Margaret. a hello sport promise certified stamped yeah stamped we'll give you a neck lift <laughs> if you if you drop the view if you drop the view and apologize and apologize 
we might even speak to Tennis Australia and get them to... Well, they'll be listening. Of course they will, but you know... Like, so we are speaking to them in some ways. In some ways, they are. We're talking to them directly. Uh, but neck first. Well, views first, neck <laughs> second. Yeah. Then we'll talk about the we'll talk about 24 the 50, slams you want. Whatever it is, yeah, which is cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's tennis. <laughs> That's tennis. <laughs> Just wanted to quickly say a shout-out to our uh, deep northern dribbler, um, Brian... Who named a boat in our honour? We asked for a boat, we were given one. Asked a boat, got a boat, built us a boat, named it in our honour. Beer Soon is the name of the boat. Lovely Check our name. Instagram if you want to see it, at Hello Sport Podcast. One of the great names. Now, oh, we have it on good authority. He's waiting for the right tide. Yes, that's what he is. He's waiting for the right tide, a king tide, I believe. And then he sets Beers, beersy, beers Soon out yep. Onto, yep. The, onto the high seas. Yeah. And we should expect her down here within the month. Within a month of the King Tide, sorry, forgive me. So we are just waiting for that. Yeah. But very exciting, Eddie. Um, we've already got a couple of trips planned out in the harbour. We do. If you see us out on the harbour... Paddling. Uh, don't be afraid to come up and say day. And throw us a couple of beers. Yeah. So we can have beers and beers soon. Beers and beers soon. That's the dream. Um, but outside of that, Eddie, are we wrapped for today? Is that we are, us? We are wrapped. Um, no. No. No, dribb- no dribblers for the dribble today. No. Uh, because... I've got to get got back to, get to, back my to my his baby. baby girl. Got to get back to her. The punters of dribblers understand they that. They understand that. New dad, baby not sleeping all the time, you know. Couple of days old. Couple of days old, breastfeeding, crying, eating, sleeping, many things, but podcast tiles, Eddie. Podcast tiles. Now, punters dribblers, we have said before that we need a new podcast tile. We weren't overwhelmed with what uh, we were given. inboxes or what we were given. Now, some of it was okay, but we, well, it didn't take our fancy. Just not changing the logo, which you, if you're watching the video, but no, the logo's not changing. Logos now. If you podcast if you go tile. to exactly if you go to a lot of podcast tiles, you'll notice that the tile is usually different to the logo. You can have the logo in there somewhere, but yes. we need a tile. Yes, we need a tile. Now, graphic designers. If you think you can supply a tile. Then you'll get a baggy grain. Yes, it's if there's simple a decent that. one, you will definitely. There's a baggy grain. Just simple as that. You get a bag. If you give us one that we like, you get a baggy grain. Simple. That's it. It's fucking. It's as easy as it's that. It's as easy as that. Now you may do one and it sucks ass, and that's the risk you run. But if you're like Simon Maurice Edgel here, who you know, who backed himself, who backed himself, and made a, a, a Donald Beadman Christmas Carol for the ages, then you find yourself. Then you're in the eleven. The, in the eleven, that easy. Um, so look, send them in. Give us what you got. And we'll make a call. And we'll make a call. Um, but that's it, Eddie. That's it. It's been one hell of a show. It's been one hell of a I show. I actually feel better. I feel I feel a lot better. I feel better. Nice so, little, uh, you know, time to catch nothing up. Nothing like a dribble to bounce all the way back. That's it. Uh, beers soon. Tunnels dribbles? Farewell. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>